Welcome to the Inside Source, week three of the college football season. It's Connor Mullins alongside Coy Oslin today. Going to be breaking down last week's games for you, as well as some of our picks for this week's and our favorite teams in Arkansas and Nebraska. Coy, let's go ahead and talk about some of the upsets that happened last week. Yeah, the Sun Belt looks just illegal. This conference is amazing. I was talking to you before this. The East has Georgia Southern, who beat the tar out of Nebraska, had the highest offensive rating in Memorial Stadium ever. James Madison, which looks like a potential top 25 team already. Marshall, which looks amazing. App State is obviously amazing and ODU who hasn't looked too bad this year either and then the West is something else but the Sun Belt this season looks so so great obviously you could sit there and talk about all the money that they got this week and walked away with wins but I think you got to talk about the Texas A&M game we said it last week Uh, this could have been an upset and it was an upset um A&M did not look good they really didn't it it I hope that they get it going for Jimbo's sake, because I like the guy, but I hope that in the coming the coming weeks that they can figure it out. They had a great recruiting class. They just have a – it's very much a rebuild year in College Station, in my opinion, and when A&M's not looking good, the rest of it, it puts the rest of the SEC on notice. Teams like Arkansas, a team that plays A&M here next weekend, not this weekend, in Arlington, there's a whole lot going into that game now and a lot yeah. of you know bragging rights heading into that matchup. So it's it's really tough to see A&M fall, as I always root for the SEC, but Appalachian State looked awesome. And the video A&M tweeted of their midnight yell or whatever it's called, yeah, Aggie yell, that they were trying to get taken down on Twitter was really funny this week. Uh, you can probably go look for that if you really want to, but just calling <laughs> Appalachian State players like – losers and only having like two brain cells and all this stuff does not look good when no, you lose and, to the Mountaineers the next day. And and like you said, it's a rebuild year. I think they'll be fine next year. I think they'll yeah, be better. Absolutely. They'll be better. You've got to develop the team, but it was sorry. And I, I do feel bad for them. They lost that game from the kickoff. And it was the same deal with Marshall and Notre Dame. And it was the same deal with Georgia Southern and Nebraska ridiculous things that just happened. And then you jump inside the top 25, you had Alabama and Texas in Austin, and then you've got BYU versus Baylor in Utah, which was just ridiculous in its own right. Yeah, Bama-UT, a great game. Texas had all the opportunities, I feel like, to win that game, and they didn't come up with it. But I don't remember the exact day, but it was Bama's first non-conference game on the road since like 2011 or something like that. I think heading into it, they did not play well. Bama is not the team yeah. we thought they were going to be this year, and now Georgia really does look like the front runner in my mind in the SEC and in all of college football. Bama is not who they used to be. UT, however, looks really good on Saturday. They made Bama look stupid at times. They had a chance, you know, to win that game, and then Bryce Young goes on that 20-yard scramble at the end of the game, evades the sack, and now it puts a lot of emphasis on the UT and Bama game in the future in the SEC, as that was the most watched game on Fox, I think, ever. Yeah, any any non-NFL not playoff. Crazy. My issue with that game is people sit there and they're saying, okay, Texas was better. I don't think so. And they complain about Quinn Ewers being out. And look, 
That was a dirty hit. We all know it was. Yeah, it was. It's part of football, though. That's going to happen. Coaches are going to do that. You need to be prepared. You went from your five-star quarterback to your four-star quarterback. You know, you're Still not good. You're you're perfectly fine. Don't sit there and complain about oh, if Quinn were in the game, we probably would have won. No, it, it y'all said it. Y'all lost the game because you ran out of time, and that's part of it. You put up a great fight, and you got yourself ranked. That's what's important. It's a different team in Austin this year, and Sarkeesian played well against his yeah. former coach. It was a fun one to watch. Big noon on, on Fox. You know, that was a fun one to watch. But I want to talk about BYU-Baylor for a moment. BYU looked great on Saturday. They pulled that one out. The kickers looked rough. But they looked good. And their schedule, I just want to talk about that for just a second, is wild. They got South. They had South Florida the first week, 50-21 to 21 win. They beat Baylor last weekend, 26-20 to 20 in double overtime. They have Oregon this weekend. I believe that's, yeah, that's on the road. And then they go to, or they have Wyoming at home, Utah State at home, Notre Dame at home, Arkansas at home. Then they go on the road to Liberty, at home against East Carolina, on the road to Boise State, at home against Utah Tech, and then on the road to Stanford. I mean, that is a fantastic schedule for BYU this year and they've proven themselves already in week two with that massive win over Baylor yeah I've always maintained that BYU deserves better than they get they left the Mountain West and went independent a little over a decade ago and to me the fact that the Pac-12 never picked them up made no sense you had Utah also you got the Holy War that could be a conference game but the Big 12 did the thing that the Pac-12 wouldn't and went and took BYU, and now it looks like it's going to be a great decision for them. The Cougars looked amazing. Obviously, little struggles there late, but it's always a good game when the field gets stormed. And I, I personally, I think that I'm so excited for them to join the Big 12 and to see what the Big 12 has to hold with all of what I would call the the Power 5 rejects that they've added in BYU, Cincinnati, UCF and Houston, the the four teams that really wouldn't get picked up by the Power Five for some reason. Yeah, BYU, their student section in that game against Baylor was fantastic, and I'm really nervous as an Arkansas fan to head into Provo here in a few weeks in the middle of October. It's going to be tough to win that one there. BYU looks really good. They look like a top-10 team in the country right now, and I don't know if you've said that about Provo and BYU in a long time, but for Baylor, Blake Shapin looks pretty rough on Saturday night, it's it's a rough environment to play in. You know, I believe he's a new quarterback at Baylor. Uh, Dave Aranda's going to get that team turned around though, and they'll be fine. It's just going to take some time. They're they're similar in the aspect of AM being young, having to take a year to recruit these guys and really get experience under their belt. Baylor's going to be fine. I'm not worried about them. They're still going to be in the top 25 at the end of this year. Uh, I I genuinely hope that they can power through the rest of the year. I still like Baylor to win the Big 12. I really do. I just don't think they were prepared for that game. I think it's I the either. exact same deal with Alabama. Yeah. I think they weren't prepared for that game. Um it's a gut punch for sure. Uh-huh. And other other looking around the country one last sweep from last week, Iowa Iowa State. Boy, Iowa's bad this year. (laughs) Golly, I feel bad for them. That was a rivalry loss. And 
I mean, Wisconsin losing to Washington State, all sorts of things just not making sense this past week. Yeah, there were there were just so many games from last week. Let's go ahead and get into our picks, and then we can kind of break down some of these games that stood out. I got UCF over Louisville wrong. I went 65 of 17 last week. I got Boise State right, Arkansas right. Bama over U2 was my game of the week. Ohio State did me justice. Miami won. Wake over, uh, Wake over Vandy, that was a good one. Wake up, pulled out that win. Kansas State over Missouri. Missouri looks really bad, and we'll talk more about that later. Uh, but any other games for you, Coy, that kind of stood out last week? You laughed, Connor. You shook your head. You you got disappointed in me when I said that Eastern Kentucky I did. would walk away I with did. a win. And what do you know? They won another game to me that really, really rocked me. Um, looking looking back to last week, uh, Kansas and Western West Virginia, excuse me. What? Yeah, Kansas's Kansas offense. Good. Their offense looks great. I'm so happy for that team. Uh, but the number of FCS upsets this year is already racking up. It's similar to, to last last year. last year. Weber State, Utah State, Holy Cross, Buffalo, Incarnate Word, Nevada, Eastern Kentucky, Bowling Green. Those were just last week. For that, William and Mary versus Charlotte, and then Delaware versus Navy in Week One. So I'm still interested to see. Of course, I think we've got a vetted interest in FCS versus FBS games this week, but we'll get to that here in a minute. Yeah, in Houston over Texas Tech, you can talk about that. You know, overtime game. Tech wins that one. That was a big win for them. Let's go ahead and get into this week's picks. Now, Week Three. All right, I'm got Florida State over Louisville. Yeah, I took Florida State also in that one. And then I got Air Force over Wyoming. I uh, I also took Air Force. Um, Missouri over Abilene Christian, but it could be close. AC's first close. appearance could be close. in Pickham this year. Virginia Tech over Wofford. I got Virginia Clear Tech. Clear cut Georgia over South Carolina. Could be first. fun, but I think Georgia takes it. Yeah, that's going to be a clean cut one in my eyes. Michigan over UConn. All right, you got this next one. What's his next one? Oklahoma and Nebraska. I'm going to take Oklahoma. And we'll get to Nebraska later and Mickey Joseph, but things are very different all of a sudden, apparently, in the locker room. I talk about what I've heard listening and reading, but I'm taking Oklahoma for now. I think it could be closer. Kentucky over Youngstown State. Yep. Clear cut. Baylor over Texas State. I think they bounce back well this week. Okay, Missouri over ACU. I think this one is close. Abilene Christian gets the win over Prairie View on Saturday night. Got a crowd. He had about 6,000 fans there. They squeak out the win in that fourth quarter. They Now they head to Missouri, to SEC country this week. It's going to be fun. I Missouri, Of all the SEC teams ACU could play, this is the Other SEC Other than SEC Vanderbilt, team. yes. Maybe. Missouri is the I one. think Vanderbilt beats Missouri this year. I think. I think I'm right in saying that. Maybe I'm not. Missouri's transition to the SEC has been so horrible. Yeah. And they've gotten good recruiting classes. They just can't win. I mean, they have a five-star receiver in Luther Burden, but he's from Missouri. So obviously yeah. he's going to stay in Missouri. He's probably a first-round draft pick. But for ACU, they are 1-13 and in their last 14 FBS matchups since their Division One transition. I think this has a chance for ACU to win this one. It's a much different team. In Abilene this year, they've gotten a couple wins now under their belt. They've got building confidence. They're 2-0 for the first time since 13. 
Missouri is coming off a 40-12 to loss at Kansas State. Yeah. I don't know. I think ACU's got a chance. I think it's close, but I still think Missouri takes it. And then I got Army over Nova. That one's one to watch. I've got Army over Nova also. Nova pretty good. FCS school right now. Northwestern over Southern Illinois. Yep. Yeah. Syracuse over Purdue. Could be fun. I'm taking Syracuse, but it could be Purdue. I took Purdue. We can look back on this one next week. Odds are at even. I like Purdue in this one just because of the Big Ten pedigree. But other than that, yeah. And I think I took Purdue over Penn State week one, and I got it wrong. So I'm not going to take the Boilermakers again. Uh, But Cincinnati over Miami, Ohio, a fun Ohio. Yeah, uh, Yeah. regional rivalry that is no more, really. Uh, Kent State over Long Island, obviously. Indiana, Western Kentucky. We talked a little bit about this one. I took Indiana reluctantly. I did, too. I think Western Kentucky's got a chance, but since they don't have Bailey Zapp at quarterback right now, now that he's in the NFL, I believe, with the Patriots. I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, but now that he's gone out of Western Kentucky, I don't think they win that one. Uh, West Virginia over Townsend. Clear cut. I hope I should. hope West Virginia yeah. is good enough to beat <laughs> I them this I hope year. they are. Coastal Carolina over Buffalo. Yeah. Central Michigan over Bucknell. Yep. And then UCLA over South Alabama. Iowa State over Ohio, Rutgers over Temple. I took Rutgers over Temple. Good, good old fashioned Eastern side of the U.S. matchup there, but I took Rutgers. I, mean, I have Virginia over Old Dominion, but okay. could be close. This I, could be a it game scares where Dominion me. wins. It scares me. Old Dominion's playing whoever right now. It's kind yeah. of fun. Uh, Ball State over Murray State. Notre Dame over Cal. I take this one reluctantly as well. Notre Dame has not looked good. Maybe Brian Kelly was better than people thought. And South Bend and Marcus Freeman maybe just isn't that guy, but that may be too early to tell. I think Notre Dame bounces back this week, but California, I, I mean, I haven't watched a whole lot of their games this year, but if they, they're probably better than Marshall. And so it's a tougher opponent this week for sure. I don't know. I don't know if Notre Dame can pull this one out in South Bend, but I have them winning anyway. Yeah, I took, I took Notre Dame also. Being in Indiana is going to help them a lot, but. Got a lot to figure out there. I think they'll be fine in the long run. Kansas State over Tulane. Uh, North Texas over UNLV. BYU over Oregon is my game of the week. Again, BYU, another tough week. Have to head to Eugene to play Oregon this week. It's going to be tough. I think BYU has a really solid team. Oregon with Dan Lanning at the helm now. Got rocked in week one against Georgia. Remind me who they played last week. I can't even remember off the top of my head, but I I can't either. Was it? Yeah. Uh, it was um, Washington, um, uh, Eastern Washington. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, yeah. that they definitely won that one. But anyway, BYU taking on Oregon this week. That's my game of the week. There's not a whole lot of like highlight games. I feel like this week as there was last week, but this is my game of the week for sure. I've I've got Oregon. I want the Cougars to win it. Yeah, I think I've I think the Cougars got take it. Oregon though. Okay, Ole Miss over Georgia Tech could be fun. Could be, but I don't see Kiffin losing. No, them. oh no, Penn State over Auburn, see, finishing taking, their home and away. I'm taking Auburn in this one. I, it's really tough to play in Jordan Hare. No matter what team they put on the field, yeah. it is really really difficult to win there. And Arkansas hasn't won there in a long time. I mean, we Bama's see that when, when Alabama goes exactly. there. Exactly, when it, Bama it's, plays it's, there, it's it unfair. is tough to play. I trust Penn State though. Um, Vanderbilt over Northern Illinois. I hope yeah. so. <laughs> Minnesota over Colorado. Hard times there. Well. It's like picking an FCS school at this point. Wisconsin versus New Mexico State. Wisconsin there. 
the worst game of the week. UMass versus Stony Brook. This game sucks. Stony Brook, I, I know you won't hear me. Yeah. But hear my cries. Please win this game. <laughs> I want you to win. I got UMass. App State. I got UMass in that one. I got yeah. App State in Troy. Same. College game day. But I, I'm taking App State. I am as well. And then Georgia Southern. There they are. Here they are again. You know, after beating Nebraska last week, Clay Hilton's fantastic. They're good. They they're are just, good. They're just so good. And their offense is explosive. Their defense isn't great, but their offense is just too explosive. And the fact that Clay Helton is not in a Power 5 school blows my mind. But they paid him a bag to come there, and yeah. he's making his money's worth. He got screwed over at USC, you know, Lincoln Riley coming in. I get it. It's L.A. It's money. You want to make a splash yeah. higher. But Clay Helton is a fantastic coach. I'm taking them over UAB this week. Yeah, Alabama over UL Monroe. Game I've got marked, Houston and Kansas – I think this could be closer than people want it to be. I mentioned Kansas earlier. Their offense looks outstanding. You've got a potential coaching situation with Nebraska there that we'll get to later, but I'm taking Houston in that one. I am as well. And then Boise State over UT Martin, clear cut. Wake Forest over Liberty. Now, this is another fun one. Liberty beats UAB last week. I like Liberty a lot. I think they're... Yeah. They're like the uh, maybe not as good as James Madison, but still in that same category to me. Wake Forest, you know, they did well against Vandy last week, and Sam Hartman is back at QB for them. I think they win it, but again, could be close and want to keep an eye on. Yeah, and and it, I don't want to, I wouldn't want to go in there slipping if I was Wake Forest. No, absolutely. Washington State, Colorado State, Washington State looks so much better this year, so much healthier. I've, I've got them in that one. Marshall over Bowling Green. Yeah. Herd's going to continue yep, rolling. They're going to keep going. Okay. Brian Kelly's first real test, in my opinion. LSU, Mississippi State. I took LSU. The I, odds are for Mississippi State. I took Mississippi State. I think Mississippi State is one of the most underrated teams in the country right now. They played really well at Arizona last week. They've got a great quarterback in Will Rogers, one of the most efficient passers in the SEC at the moment. I like Mississippi State going into Death Valley and taking the win over Brian Kelly. I just don't. With where Mississippi State is right now, I don't know where they are ranked, but they are very, very good. They're one of the more dark horses to win. I feel like one of the dark horses to win the SEC West for sure. Maybe not against Georgia, but at least in the SEC West. They are really good, and I don't think LSU is in the right space to win this game this week. They, they just have so many culture changes they have to make before they can win again. And then I have Duke over NCANT. Yeah, that one obviously clear-cut there. Uh, Duke looked good against Northwestern. They did. That was one I believe I got wrong. Uh, but anyway, East Carolina over Campbell. Yeah, obviously. They're Ohio State over Toledo, a little Ohio matchup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma State versus Arkansas, oh, Pine Bluff. Pine Oklahoma Bluff State. sucks. I mean, they, they've, they're bad. Anyway, I got Tennessee over Akron. Tennessee looked good against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. And they, they got a good win there. Then I got NC State over Tech. Yeah, and that one's going to be close. I'm going to take NC State, the Wolfpack, for right now. Tulsa, Jacksonville State. We were talking about this before game the game. I've got circled. Yeah. I'm legitimately going to be watching this one this week. Yeah. I've taken Tulsa, but I think this one could be fun. I agree. I got Tulsa winning that one as well, but I think it'll be close. 
Southern Miss over Northwestern State, clear cut. Clear cut. Memphis over Arkansas State could be close, but I'm going to take Memphis. I'm going to take Memphis also. Georgia State versus Charlotte. You said this legitimately might be the worst game. The problem is that (laughs) Georgia State's still going to blow them out. Charlotte is – I saw a list today of, like, the worst top 25 in all of college football. Charlotte was, like, number three. So this is a bad game. Any game Charlotte is in is a bad game. Yeah. And I made the mistake of picking them a couple weeks ago. but I've let my feelings be known about Charlotte's program and why they're in FBS. Um, (laughs) Michigan State over Washington. Look at that one as well. Middle Tennessee State over Tennessee State. Another just bad game. Florida over USF. Yeah, obviously. Florida got really highly ranked last week for some reason, and I don't know why. Pitt over Western Michigan. Iowa over Nevada, I hope. Yeah, that yeah. they should win that. I mean, okay. it's probably going to be, what, 7-3 if I had to guess? Yes. <laughs> SMU versus Maryland. Could be close. This is another I've good taken, one. I've taken the Pony Express on this one. Yeah, I'm taking Maryland in this one just because it's at Maryland. I don't yeah. think SMU can go into Maryland and win that game. It'd be a big win for that program huge. if they could. It would be huge. Boston College over Maine. UCF over FAU. That one's closer in the odds than people have put it. Uh, Louisiana over Rice, obviously. Clemson over LA Tech. UT and UTSA. This is a fantastic game, and I think it could be a trap game for uh, the Longhorns this week. UTSA, I don't think, has the firepower to go into Austin and win this game, but I think they have the chance to make it interesting. But I will say... If UT shows up again this week, like they did against Alabama last week, then they they will blow UTSA. Yeah, I've I've got I'm all over this game, but I think Texas takes it. Oregon State over Montana State, uh, UTEP over New Mexico. That one's a bit closer, but this uh, is another I'll good game. It. Miami. This is my A&M. game of the week. Yeah. This is Miami's proof right here. I think if they win this game, they can be a top ten team easily. It's just going to be about getting it done. Yeah, A&M has a lot to prove this week, and if they don't win this week, they're not going to beat Arkansas the next week, and then it's just going to be a steamroll, and who knows if they'll even be bolt eligible at the end of this year. It's it's looking bad in College Station right now. they got to get things turned around this week, and this is a prove-it game for Jimbo Fisher. I like him. I like what he's done with his recruiting classes, but you got to beat Miami this week, and I don't know if they do. I have Miami in this one. Yeah, and on Jimbo, I mean, they give him so much – crap about the money and stuff, but who wouldn't want to play for Jimbo Fisher? Let's be serious. Nicest guy on earth. Utah versus San Diego State. Utah. I got Utah as well in this one. They looked a lot better last week. You know, absolutely crushing a fellow wax school in Southern Utah. And to talk about that for just one second, on college game day, Reese Davis said, do you know who Utah's uh, rival mascot is this week or whoever they're playing? He's like, do you know their opponent's mascot this week? The Thunderbirds. And then he goes to break with talking about the Thunderbirds, and that was like their five seconds claim to fame for Southern Utah before they got crushed 73-7 to against Utah. Oh, yeah. Um, Utah, clear clear, clear buy-in there. I yeah. wish they wouldn't have lost Florida week one. They shouldn't have. It's just tough to play yeah. the swamp. USC versus Fresno State. I got USC. I don't think Lincoln Riley loses that game. Uh, North Dakota State, I've got over Arizona. Hey, I'm going to go with you on that one. Arizona's not as good as people think, and North Dakota State, one of the best FCS programs. I'm going to take North Dakota State this week over Arizona. Arizona State versus Eastern Michigan. Arizona you can't say State. the same about Eastern Michigan. <laughs> they are not going to win this game against Arizona State. But uh, finally, finally, but not last but not least, 
Hawaii over Duquesne. With that last but not least, we've missed one game, Connor. We have missed one game. Which Hawaii, one? Uh, Arkansas. We have missed that game because I was going to talk about it later. Okay, Hawaii versus Duquesne. Obviously, Hawaii is going to win that one. I hope so. But let's take a step back to Arkansas <sighs> and Missouri State. I'm really looking forward to this game, even though it is Missouri State. But here's why this game matters. The coach for Missouri State is Bobby Petrino. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, there is no way you knew that. But <laughs> how is he? How is he? Yeah, I, not... I don't know how he is still a head coach, but I believe it was 2011 when all the incidents went down. Bobby Petrino was the head coach of Arkansas, and he went on a motorcycle with a girl who was not his wife, and then got into an accident, and then, obviously, as you can tell, yeah. the whole thing blew up. He hasn't been in coaching since, but is now at Missouri State, coming back to Fayetteville for the first time since he was fired, and I am interested to see the reception he gets on Saturday night. I don't think Sam Pittman is going to let his guys slouch in this game. He's going to keep his team putting the gas on, keeping the gas on, putting the pedal to the metal. They're just going to run up the score against these guys because they do not want to let up on what Petrino brought to Arkansas because for the next 10 years after Petrino left, Arkansas sucked. Arkansas was in the Sugar Bowl the year he got fired. The Cotton Bowl got y'all up to number three in the AP. Y'all finished number five. That's he crazy. Was, he was fantastic at Arkansas before. He's a good coach. He's a He's great just coach. A moron. Exactly. Um, He's very similar to. Uh, oh, who was the the coach at Ole Miss that had a burner phone? I believe it was Hugh Freeze. Oh, yeah. Now at Liberty. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna be fun to watch. Arkansas is gonna crush these guys. I mean, I think they are the third. But you have a vetted opinion in this. I do. You have. To I see. do. I do. But there is no way, no way, Missouri State beats Arkansas and. You can play this clip back if they do. But Arkansas looked good last week against South Carolina. They have a very efficient rusher in Rocket Sanders, who's leading the SEC right now. I saw him in some sleeper Heisman uh, polls this week, looking good for him. K.J. Jefferson looked good last week. That game was a blowout. And I mean, I know it was only a two-touchdown spread, but Arkansas dominated them in every single stat category. The game just got kind of loose in that fourth quarter. Looks good against South Carolina, and I think they'll keep it rolling this week. And then for the rest of their schedule, they got A&M next week. I think that's a big test. And then you get Alabama at home. Man, if they go, if they beat Missouri State this week, which they should and will, if they beat A&M and they beat Alabama, I mean, you're looking at a potential SEC championship appearance after that. And then you get Mississippi State and then BYU the next two weeks after that, which is really tough. But Arkansas looking good right now, and I think they'll continue to go on this week. Coy. Let's talk Nebraska. What happened on Saturday night? The best, the best segment of the show where we sit and just complain about Nebraska and Arkansas. Okay, what happened Saturday night is a team that they didn't expect that well to play came into Memorial and played better than any team has ever quite, quite literally actually ever played in Memorial. What happened is the defense is terrible. I heard a rumor, I don't know how true this is, so I don't know why I'm reporting it, but that the black shirts have all been taken away from everyone, which is a defensive thing at Nebraska. Very deserving of that at this point. The defense played horrible. However, the offense has played amazing. Casey Thompson looks fantastic. He's not going to win a Heisman because he's not winning games, but he looks fantastic. Way beyond what I thought he would play. 
Anthony Grant and A.J. Allen in the backfield are literally running over people. It's really cool to see that that backfield playing like that. It's like old Nebraska where you've got three quarterbacks that can, I mean, three backs that can run and quarterback that can throw. The issue came down to Scott Frost. And why? Why? <laughs> because it was a clear cut hire when they brought him in. It made so much more sense to bring him into this scenario. And now that he's gone, Mickey Joseph is a fantastic choice. I, I want to say that he's only ever coached in FCS as a head coach or uh, in AI, excuse me. But to me, the scenario is that Mickey Joseph has a louder voice is what I've heard. And apparently everything feels different all of a sudden, which is why I think that the Oklahoma game could be closer. Obviously Mickey Joseph's got his own beef with Nebraska, but I mean with Oklahoma, but that's not the point right now. The point right now is who is going to be the next head coach? Cause they're going to pay as much money as they can to have a surefire thing. I feel there have been so many different names thrown around Lance Leopold at Kansas, who hasn't looked great, but they like what he's doing in Kansas, apparently. Bill O'Brien is the next one on the list I've heard a bunch of. Uh, All the way to Jerry Kill at New Mexico State has been one that has even been thrown out there. Gary Patterson. Gary Patterson would be great. Has been thrown out there. Urban Meyer has, but the the sentiment, and I listen to a lot of good podcasts, Hail Varsity, all Husker Online, Urban Meyer, people do not want him. You know, I think the head coach search is going to come down to who matches the university's values the best, the Midwestern values. And that's why I say Matt Campbell's probably best bet to be the next head coach at Nebraska, in my but opinion. But is he proven? Is he proven? That is a great point, but you got to think about what he's done at Iowa State with what he's been given. That is a that is a program that is not that is not so good. It's kind of like what's happened with Kentucky right now. Remember, you know, he got him up almost into the top five and 2020 of course they got destroyed by Oklahoma but the issue with Scott Frost came down to we kept this guy on one more year because at the end of last year it looked like it was working out yeah I I mean everyone saw those games at the end of the year top five teams coming into Lincoln or even going on the road and just struggling against Nebraska and it was just little mistakes and it made sense to bring Scott on but now they had they paid way more firing him now than they would Getting closer to October. Do you know what the buyout was? The buy I don't remember off the top of my head. I know the October one drop off for his buyout was significant and so they paid it early, but as a fan I like that more because that's the university saying we are willing to cut ties while the season is salvageable in an opinion rather than hang on and pay less down the line. It hurts to see Scott Frost go. You know, he's a son of the state. He's I, I want the best for him. I do, and he'll go somewhere, and he'll probably be good. But the time is over now, and everyone's saying, well, Urban Meyer's going to go up there. Urban Meyer's not a proven coach, in my opinion. He's gone into programs that didn't need a full rebuild and done well with them. When he was at Utah, he had the first-round pick in the draft at quarterback for two years, and then he goes to Florida, which wasn't too terrible at the time, and then he goes to Ohio State. He can build on a team that's already good, but he's never had to rebuild. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. Nebraska playing Oklahoma this week. Going to be a fun one to watch as well. Not a game of the week for us, but still a fun one to watch. Yeah, in, in Lincoln, that's going to be fun. First time they've been in Lincoln since 2010, I think. Really fun rivalry game. One of those that makes you sad about all the conference changes. But 
that's that for now. I can't say much more. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Come back next week to hear us talk about Arkansas and Nebraska. We'll talk about it for far too long, like we do every week. But that is our episode for week three. We will see you next week after the end of this week. <laughs>